Hey everybody, welcome to The Shell Show. I am your host, Jacob Shell, and we are here to talk business, finance, family, faith, all of it. We're going to get into it, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Let's get to the show. We are live. Welcome everybody. We don't have a show name yet. I mean, it's to be determined, is the show name possibly? Maybe. We were looking at that, but it looks like there's a lot of other people with the same name. So, so we uh, are going to be determining at a later date what exactly the name of this podcast will be. Yeah. So it's not called To Be Determined, but it is Yes. To Be Determined. Exactly. To Be Determined. So, uh, obviously, I'm Jacob Shell. This is my co-host, as of right now, Mr. Trey Melton, Jr., the third. Uh, none, of, none of the juniors or thirds, but yes, Trey Melton. We're going to flow a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and just kind of get into it. We'll give a quick introduction. We just told you who we are. Uh, we're both from Concord, North Carolina. That's right. Yeehaw, baby. Represent. Growing up in the good old city of Concord. Not so, Concord, Concord. That's right. And uh, we are in the studio right now because why not start it off right, Listen. you know? When you have two personalities like this, you have to go big for it off the beginning. Yeah. We know what this is going to be. We always build things prepared to scale, and uh feel like this is prepared to scale. Yeah. We're starting very high, so we're skipping a few of the s- scales. Yeah. Yeah, we're skipping a few steps, because typically you start this off like just recording on your iPhone. Yeah, you know or like, you know, a little mic. <laughs> in a closet or something. A little something. A little bathroom. Yeah, microphone. no. Whole studio, episode <laughs> one. That's right. Production studio. Lights. We got the crew out here with three different camera views. Three cameras. We got cameras. the audio. We got the booth over there. We're ready to rock. So, this is where we'd usually have a word from our sponsors, but this is episode one and we don't have any sponsors. Right. So, uh, here's a word from our sponsors. My name's Jake, his name's Trey, and we're the sponsors of this <laughs> Yeah, <video>. hello. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be sponsoring yeah. this podcast. And we got the Berg. We got the Berg. We got the Bass Pro Bass Shops. Pro. Bass Pro's not a sponsor. Neither is the Berg, but we're but going to represent. Bass Pro, if you are listening and you do want a sponsor, I already have a hat, so you don't got to send True. one. And they're only $5, so I'm sure Jake's fine with buying yeah. one. Yeah, we can pick one up. And we'll take the sponsorship. Get in on the ground floor because I promise you if this gets to episode four and y'all haven't called me yet, there probably won't be any sponsorships yeah. available. So It'll be over. We'll, we'll go with more of a, uh, uh, what's the other one called? I'm not sure what it's called. Well, Gander Mountain. I, w- I would say Cabela's. Cabela's. Or, but that's basically Bass Pro Shop also. Yeah, exactly. We'll go with Home Depot. Home Depot, baby. Got them projects rolling with the honeydew list. That's right. My wife's got a honeydew list for me. If you're watching this, baby, I love you. Thank you for watching Oliver while we're messing around in here. And my wife is not my wife yet, so I know you're. Are we gonna name drop? I know you're. <laughs> no, I know you're out there, and I know you're behaving yourself and being respectful, so we can have a healthy marriage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about. We talked about briefly who we are. We'll get into that a little later. Um, Mr. Trey Melton, why don't you uh, give us the backstory on how we met? Yeah, so basically, uh, regardless of what everyone thinks uh, and how close we've been over the years, 
I came to First Assembly in third grade, in the middle of third grade, and Jake hated me. Yes, that's a fact. Jake actually hated me I at first. I like him one bit. Dude wouldn't even talk to me. It's because I was the new cool guy on campus, you know. Stealing all my friends. Stealing all his friends. Yeah. I didn't ask to take them. They were just offering friendship to me, and well, I let's get this it. out of the way first because my man showed up with long hair and highlights. Well, no, not no, highlights. No, no, you had highlights. It's not highlights. You had it was highlights. just I was in the sun a lot. My man had his brown hair and he had <laughs> them blonde streaks going. Through I was that. I was actively in I the sun. I think they call that a quaff. Whatever it was, it was an incredible amount of sex appeal for a third <laughs> grader. And, you know, he got a little jealous and, you I know. Was jelly. I was but, jelly. But, see, here's the thing. On the playground, you know, people start picking each other. You're playing kickball. You're playing football and stuff. And, you know, people get upset about that. It's a big deal. If you're picked last, everybody knows, hey, either you're not good at sports or you're not that cool. Or, you, yeah, you don't have friends. Yeah. Luckily for me and Jake, we were never picked last. True. So, our friendship ended up morphing probably in, like, fifth or... It took a little bit. Maybe like two years. It took a little bit. I don't even remember what the turning point was. There was no. There was, was no. Been, there was never any like beef or anything or like uh, like I don't like this guy. I don't. You know this dude's a jerk or whatever. No, we just didn't. We just avoided each other. Talk really. Yeah. I think what changed it all was when we found out how close we lived to each other. Yeah. I think that's what changed everything. Yes. Because I would literally walk to And house. yeah, Jake was wild enough that he would ride bikes to my house and or walk to my house and easily a mile and a half away and I'm like twelve years old. My mom would be old, like so upset, old. like, What are you doing? Like you had you walk, why are you walking here? We yeah. could have came and got you like right. crazy. It was and looking back you're like as a kid, you're like, Oh my gosh, so, like I just gotta go, like my mom's not gonna take me, she's not gonna do anything. Yeah. And then I'm like, It was a two minute drive, like they could it was close. All they had to do was just you know, just rock us there, right that over. They might. They could even let us take the car. We wouldn't even got in trouble. That happened a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> happened a couple times. Maybe I don't know. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus here. It's true. But it happened a couple times. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk school then, since we started on school. Yeah. The good old First Assembly Concord Academy CFA FACS. Every other name Multiply, that it's had while we were charter, there. Charter, I don't even Multiply know what, what it's called schools anymore. Schools in Concord. It is now Concord Academy. Um, yeah, K through 12 for me. Three through 12 for you. Three through 12 for me, yeah. That's a lot of years. and That's a lot of years. Like, looking back now that I'm older and everything, I love that I, all my friends that I've known, really, it's been, like, since I was so young. Long time. Like, single digits in yeah. age, and it's like... I got 13 years, 15 years with some of these people. And yeah, it's bro. like, I don't know. There's a lot of people I meet out west being in L.A. and stuff now. It's like, you don't, I don't hear a lot of friendships like this. Like, oh, yeah, I've known them for three years. I like, mean, I got you. I met him when I was out here. We got Birch. We got Sam. Yep. Brian. Yep. Uh, who else? Alex, Maddie. I mean, a lot yeah. of these people, obviously, uh, Brittany Wiggins. Josh Denton, like several of those people were not really close. Like we're still acquaintances. Uh, Mackenzie Petrunik, lots of names. I'm name dropping out here. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this when we're going to publish this, just say everybody's name without their permission. But everybody, you know, that we were cool with growing up, 
it's kind of surprises me that we're <laughs> we're still as close as we are. Yeah. And some of those people that were like friends from the beginning, we're not really as connected with anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think you it kind of goes through phases. I mean, we we went through phases where we like would barely talk or. I just wouldn't answer. <laughs> Mostly the second one. Um, not not because I didn't like him or anything, but you know, just life happens, and yeah, you know, you go through some stuff, and but I, it, we we always come back. That's one thing I love about my friends. Is no matter how long, like my real true like close friends, like you and mm-hmm. like you just named everybody and all that stuff. No matter how long it is, I could go back with that person, and it's like boom, we'll just take off right where, where we left. Right back. Yeah, that's cool. So school, we did that. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about, about that transition for you from the mm-hmm. Concord. Like this is my, these are my people. These are my friends I've grown up with. And then jumping down to Florida and then out to LA. Yeah. Let's, let's hit on that a little bit and talk about getting out there. Yeah. So, I mean, at, b- before college, the only time I ever had to like go do anything new is when I left my elementary school in third grade and came to another <laughs> yeah. school yeah and then it's like whatever however many amount of years later i'm having to do it all again and it's like starting over it's so weird it's like you can kind of make a new slate for yourself and you're like i can kind of build like this reality like they don't really know anything about me right. but you don't want to lie and be untruthful but it's also like they don't know all my secrets and everything like all of a sudden from new york like yeah. a billionaire family yeah no i could have any life i wanted to <laughs> and they would have no idea but uh i liked it i mean you were down in florida for a little bit like yeah. an hour or so away from me so you right. know what it's like to start over and go to mm-hmm. college and have fresh faces where you're just kind of making a name for yourself and like establishing yourself there's always there's always like clicks and everything but it's like you get in where you fit in, really. Yeah. L.A. is, I feel like transitioning to college, from high school to college, is way easier than going to L.A. Because when you go from high school to college, it's like, all right, everybody is is not they're different. They're the same thing. Yeah, they're all, yeah. like, we're here for school. Right. We're trying to do something with our lives, like, mm-hmm. or we're going to have fun or whatever it is. And everybody yeah. knows, like, that's what they're doing. When you go move somewhere after school and start adulthood it's like all right where are you gonna meet friends like how are you gonna find something like i guess you'll have some work friends or whatever and it's like that's all it kind of is everybody's on a professional level and nobody's like oh you want to hang out it's like nah like i gotta work tomorrow it's like (laughs) yeah five same crazy but you know i don't know what do you think about that like transitioning and not not like transitioning locations and from high school. <laughs> Let it be school known, to, I will not be making any kind of transition. Yeah, Jake is mid transition right now. Uh, so it's tough. I mean, it's really tough. You talk about going from something that was like the foundation of your life, mm-hmm. with for me, family like so close. Same with you. Uh, you know, to for me, the transition was a lot more aggressive than yours. Like yours, you knew, and we're kind of planning for at least a couple months. Yeah. Mine was right out of high school. I wasn't going to go to college. I was just going to start working mm-hmm. because I didn't want to take out debt. And then, you know, I felt like the Lord was kind of tugging on my heart to go down to Southeastern for a semester. And I literally made that decision and was down there in, in like 36 hours. 
So I'm in the middle of a job in Greensboro. I get back to the hotel that evening, and I'm like, I just felt it really heavy on my heart that I was supposed to go to school. So I called my my parents and talked to them about it a little bit, and they're like, that's a big decision. Are you sure? Whatever. Then I called my boss, and I was like, hey, I really appreciate this opportunity. I had been on the job for like three weeks. Yeah, that was the power line thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, I really appreciate the opportunity here. I think that this company's great, but I feel like the Lord's calling me to go to college. And he was awesome. He was great. I won't name drop him because I don't know if he wants people to know, but he was awesome about it. He was like, yeah, you know, you got to do what the Lord's pushing you to do and, you know, be, you always know when you're in the right thing because you have peace about it. Right. There was something Wesley said on Sunday that was talking about how you can still have peace in the middle of chaos if it's what, like, if you're walking in the Lord's will for your life. Right. The world can be so chaotic, your life can be chaotic, but you can still have peace knowing that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing yeah. and kind of through all of that. And I just had a peace about it. I was like, I feel like this is the right thing. And uh, I know my wife is probably going to have, like, flashbacks because it was very traumatic for her. We were dating at the time. We had only been dating for, like, maybe a year. And... I called her and I was like, hey, I'm leaving for Florida tomorrow morning. I'm on my way back from Greensboro now. We went to Waffle House at like 11 p.m. And I think we were there till 1 and said our goodbyes. And then like 5 a.m., I have nothing for college. I have no classes scheduled or anything. I'm admitted and I know I'm coming down. While we're driving down in the car with my parents, I am calling the academic advisor getting classes on the schedule. And so I had like a four class, 12 credit hour schedule because I was just getting into what was left. That's crazy. Eight hours later, we're down in Orlando. I'm getting moved into my dorm room with nothing. We go to Walmart, grab everything. And so like in, in literally a matter of 36 hours, I'm laying in my bunk in a dorm room in Florida after working in Greensboro the day before. That's nuts. So it's just uh, transitions like that. Something about you love the, you love stuff like that. Like I you love, love abrupt change. Like yes. So many times it's just like yep, I'm switching right. But now. I have to because my personality type is so comfortable in routine. Yeah. I'm comfortable with what I know, and so if I don't do it aggressive like that, I'll talk myself out of it. Okay, so it's more of like a. I'm too comfortable. I, this needs to switch. I'm going to switch yeah. it right now. Yeah, it's like we're it, it, human nature is do what's easy. And yeah. for me, my tendency is do what's easy. Do it the easy way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't really have uh, this, uh, obviously, a character flaw of mine, but I have a hard time pushing myself to do things that are difficult. Other than, like, marriage and parenting are obviously, they have their own difficulties. Right, right. And you have to work through that. But that's that's a choice and a covenant that I made when I decided to become a husband, when I decided to become a father, I made a promise to God that I was going to be faithful in that. Right. So I do the best I can. Yeah. But in like life practice, I've just found it really tough to convince myself to try to do difficult things. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm sure other people deal with that. There are lots of people that I admire. Most successful people are the ones who can convince themselves to do something yeah, difficult. Yeah, let's do it. And, like, push through it. Full force, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every, well, it's just human nature is to be lazy and just to be comfortable and be complacent, so it's... Yeah. 
Well, trying is even, scary. Well, yeah. Trying is what brings failure into play, and we're so afraid to fail because things like social media and the media in general, yeah. when you fail, it's like there's this thing going around Facebook that's a teacher puts up 10 uh, equations on the board, gets the first one wrong, puts like one times nine is seven or something like that. Okay. The other nine she gets correct, and the students lose their mind, like hysterically laughing at her for getting the one wrong. And she's like, yeah, but I got nine right. And she said, so let yeah, that so. let that be a life lesson. And I don't know if this is a real story, something somebody made up. I just saw it on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, that spoke to me because it, it's so true. Like you can get 99% of your life right and you do one thing wrong and that's what everyone knows you by. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like everybody's always looking for a reason to say like, you know. Well, I'm better. I'm exactly. I'm better than this person. Exactly. Well, yeah, but you did this. Exactly. It's like, what are you? What are we proving here? Like, who is not as bad? Right. Like, all right. <laughs> you suck Congrats. less than I do. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little less worse than me. That's all it is. It's all about how can I make myself feel better at the expense of others. Yeah. And and maybe it's not on purpose. Like maybe people. There are some people who are genuinely not trying to make someone else feel bad. Right. But they're trying to make themselves feel better. Yeah. I do it all the time. I'm not going to say I don't. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, that's, see, that's another thing, too. It's our pride, man. It's like sometimes it'll get the best of you, and you don't even know that you're doing it, and you're like, wow, I just went really hard on this person <laughs> just because I wanted to be right or I wanted to look good or whatever. After. And then, yeah. yeah, later on you're like, oh, you know, I could have really went without that. Then it's funny because it's like the thing that you thought would make you feel the best is like now like, wow, this has got me feeling kind of crappy right now. Yeah. But I don't know. You just, I think you take that with a grain of salt. Everybody's going to struggle with them things. Everybody's going to have times where they're, you know, lifting themselves up while pushing someone else down. You just got to acknowledge that you're doing that, I think, and and be aware of it, and try not to do it, and and even if you do, just work past it, apologize to that person, whatever you need to do, and move on. Yeah. You gotta forgive, but not forget. Yeah. Or you could forget, to forget, but never forgive. See, that's the problem. Like, for instance, I'll, I'll do this publicly. I forgive you. I forgive. We were supposed to start filming two hours ago, and uh, my man likes to sleep. <clears throat> well... So yesterday, I asked Jake, he said, what time do you want to do this? I said, oh, like 1130, 11. Uh, I was thinking like 10, 1030, he says to me. I'm like, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's a little early. He's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, 11, 1130. So I just want Jake to know, I forgive him for not choosing my well, time. Let's, that just, I said. let's just get this straight. Even if we had chosen 11 or 1130, you got here at 12 o'clock. It was not 12. Yes, it, was, it was. It was like 11.50-ish, <laughs> and 20 minutes is not bad. But it wouldn't be that big of a deal if Tuesday night hadn't happened. Tuesday night, okay. Trey is going to come and play on our softball team because you have to play one week to be, able to, to be to on be, the roster in the playoffs. Yeah, to be eligible for playoffs, Which you have to you come at least play one regular season game with the team, and then you don't have to play another one for the rest of the regular season, and you could come back and play in the playoffs. Yes. And I had a chance of being here for the playoffs. Yeah, I'll, I'll let chance. you. 
I'll just get your side. I'll tell you my side. And uh, our game was at 9 p.m. <laughs> That's 9, a late game. A lot of people go to bed before that. Let's let that be known. My man was knocked out for a nap. Not even bedtime. He was on somebody's couch <laughs> in Mooresville <laughs> when we were playing in Concord at 9 p.m. Not answering the phone. I had to call your mother. Your mother didn't know where you were. I'm sure she thought you were dead. Yes, you've been freaking my mom out. And then I was just smart enough to know whose house you were at and text them. So. (laughs) There's there's no good reason. (laughs) Basically, what I want to say about this is, all right, I had a long day, okay? And I've been working. I just got. No, you have not been working here. I was working a couple days before. Before I got to North Carolina. Recovering from last week's work. Yeah, last week I was working. And listen, everybody knows this. When you don't get a lot of sleep, okay, it takes a few days for you to catch up on that. Everybody knows this. I was I was down on my sleep. I was exhausted. It's been a long day. I was getting stressed out. I thought, oh, my God, I'm back for softball. I haven't played since spring. What am I gonna do? They're all, they're over here talking about, oh yeah, you, you're gonna pop out like be rusty and all nope, this stuff. You, you might that. have to be. They, they were talking just extremely hurtful. Pretty sure you threatened one of our teammates and then didn't show up to back it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wait on that. So, I'm thinking, all right, I want to be my best for these guys on the softball field. I, I want to give them my all. Mm. So what would I? What do I need? I need to recharge. Let me just sit down, rest my eyes for a little bit, and get my mind right. So I'm thinking, all right, I'll pop down, a little 30-minute nap. I'm on the couch. You know what I'm saying? I'm at my friend. Don't. It's not somebody random. It was at Drew, my buddy Drew's house, yep. both of our friends. We went to school with them also. I'm like, yeah, pop down 30 minutes, get a little recharge, get out there, hit, hit the ball around a little bit, maybe play second. And two hours later, and I w- and I woke up on that couch and I and I immediately thought, no way, I sat here for two hours asleep with my friend there, and my phone blowing up. My phone had so many notifications on yeah, it. Everybody. And he didn't even wake me up or anything. Which he finally did end up waking me up because I think you texted him and yeah. he got me up or something, or my mom texted him or something. And uh, I he finally ended up getting me up. I had to figure and out I, where you were. I and I missed the first. game. I, I I didn't miss the game. It was kind of like no, ten, 10 minutes before the game. You, but you chose not to come. I would have had to take 30 minutes to go get all my stuff back home and then another 15 minutes. What did you minutes. need? You use our glove my, and stuff. No, my glove. I got my oh, shoes. We got all that extra. My jersey. We got all that extra. I didn't have anything. Let that be a lesson. But... For the record, Buddy beat me in fantasy, and he was talking an extreme amount of trash <laughs> in my DMs on Instagram. And I told him I was going to come. You weren't man enough to show up. I told him I was going to come beat him up at the softball field, and then. <clears throat> and then he got I, scared, and that's why. He did I didn't get scared. I just thought to myself, I said, Trey, what are you doing? This guy has a family. <laughs> this guy has a family. He needs to provide for them. You can't, you can't keep him out of work for three weeks for mm, beating him up, beating him up and hurting him. Yeah. So, buddy, let that be known. You're welcome. I, I, I always want to say you're welcome to Buddy and his family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just kidding. I love Buddy. Uh, all right. So we've been a little long-winded on this one. We might have to push some topics into into episode two because I think we're probably getting close to time. No, that's right. Uh, I want to do one little thing. We're going to do a question of the day, and uh, we're going to let people people that watch this, you guys can send stuff in. We'll get you links and all that uh, where you can send it to. We're going to start doing like a question of the day for mm-hmm. the guests. So we'll probably release, I guess, at some point, the guest list, like who's going to be on. Yeah. So you can ask questions specifically for the guests. Probably until we start doing that. I'm just going to pull questions and uh, and see. So when I got up here is, if you could change one thing about your past, what would it be? Wow. Like physical or like about me? Whatever. Whatever. Just something that happened in I the I kept past? it real general just because... Uh, I wanted you to just be able to talk about whatever came to your mind. You know, this is kind of the first thing, like, popping into my head and something that I'm like, I guess it's not something I would, well, I guess it is something I would change, but it's not a physical or something that happened. I think I would have chose to be happier more In in, in situations and just choose to be, you know, just to turn the other cheek and, not go down the road of uh, bitterness or... Um, By, like, avoiding the altercation? Not even... A, I, I, I enjoy altercations and, like... Like the unnecessary ones. So, ones where you know you're not going right. to win somebody's opinion. Altercations is where the real juice happens. That's where you find out, like, all right, wh- let's figure this out. Yeah. This is where the it happens. Absolutely. In the altercation. Right. But I think after that or, like, you know, sometimes during it, I think I... I chose anger more or bitterness or um, kind of like offensive or whatever. And I would have yeah. just been happier just more. I guess more mature. the more mature I get, I'm just like, well, the pointless things, I don't know. Yeah. Like what really matters here? Right. And I feel like you can be happy at the end of any situation. Oh, absolutely. It's all about perspective. And I would, yeah, I would have chosen to be happy anymore. I wouldn't have been upset. I wouldn't have let things bother me as much. I would have kind of just moved on. And Yeah. I think about the the funny dynamic of Trey and, and mine, uh, our friendship, is like when we were younger, we would literally be sitting in there playing Xbox or whatever in your room, get into a full-blown fist fight. Oh, yeah. And then five minutes later, we're sitting down playing Xbox again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and And that was the end of it. Listen... I'm gonna say this one story. We were at the beach one time, and I can't remember what happened. We we go to this campground, Lakewood. Shout out to Lakewood. It's, it's Lake incredible. Wood. We would love go, for you to have us down. By the way, we'll yeah. host our podcast there at Lakewood if you guys yeah, are right on the beach side. Yep. Interview some random uh, strangers. On the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Just the ocean the whole time. Random people screaming. Yeah. So me and Jake get in a big fight. I don't know what it's about. It's probably about some girls or some basketball or something who knows because we were always getting into something out there i don't remember and jake jumps off the golf cart while i'm driving do you remember this in the middle of the campground jumps i'm doing full speed jumps off the golf cart and starts walking towards the beach away from me on the golf cart (laughs) and is like mad at me and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, get in the golf cart. Like, there's like people around, there's a bunch of people. And he's like, nah, like, get out of here. I'm like, get in the golf cart, bro. And finally, he gets in the golf cart. Literally two minutes goes by. I think it was raining and stuff. We hit a couple of puddles or whatever. And it was 
Like we never even had an argument. I don't even remember what that was, bro. I don't even know what the argument was about. I just know that we were so mad. You jumped off the golf cart full speed, started walking away from me, and I like whipped it around. I'm like, bro, get in the golf cart. <laughs> oh my gosh! All Finally right, so got in, and we were that good. reminds me because now we got to pick this story up, and I'm sure we're going way over time. Yeah. But this is episode one. Congratulations so set, on this bonus. We can set what the uh, what the bonus story. We'll call it a bonus story, and then I'll answer the question too. Uh. Do you remember when those dudes flipped the golf cart oh my and took off running? <laughs> All right, so me and Trey, we're rocking, just riding down. Like, we rented a golf cart. Trey's parents were always the absolute best. Kelly and Al hooking us up, yes. taking us down to the beach. Ma and Paul as well. Yep. They would rent a golf cart for the family. And just be perfectly cool with them having to walk all their stuff to the beach. They never use Because it. all we're doing is driving the golf cart around yeah. the campground. Just in circles. Having a blast. Not even doing anything yeah, most of the time. Not even going anywhere. Just, just riding around. Driving, <laughs> driving. Like it's a murdering car. Murdering the battery. <laughs> and we're coming up to this intersection. And all you hear is, skirt. And this thing turns over with like four dudes on it. Yeah. And one guy gets pinned under it and is like sliding with the thing yeah, under nasty. under the golf cart. Got his skin all ripped up. Sorry for the graphic. The other two dudes jump off the back and are gone. Yeah, they just leave them there. Like land in a full sprint and take off. Yep. And the dude that was driving like starts to help his buddy for a minute. And then he bails. Yeah. And all that's left is the skinned up dude laying on the ground. Golf carts on the side. The batteries are everywhere. Yep. Flipped out the back. It was crazy. It was crazy. Honestly, it was like a movie because we're like going straight, and all of a sudden, from the left, it's just it's like this <laughs> golf cart just comes out of nowhere, sliding and just slams. It was insane. Yeah, and everybody ran away and just left that guy there, kind of hurt. And uh, you know, I hope that guy's all right. I don't know if he died or not, but I don't think he died because it looked like he was still breathing. Well, yeah, that was rough. And then on another note. Speaking of near-death experiences on a golf cart, that same, I don't know if it was that same trip or not. I think it was. Nasty storm came in. Not like your regular beach afternoon shower. Like rain just kind of trickling in for an hour or two and then it's gone. This was like full-on downpour, like maybe tropical storm. I have no idea. You got like foot-deep puddles everywhere lightning's crashing down and then there's me and trey rocking around in the golf cart just full speed smashing yeah. into puddles the water's flying going over, over the, the golf cart yeah that was dumb your mom called us and she is absolutely livid oh, yeah, that we are out in that mad, storm. Mad. the dumbest thing we probably did yeah as far as safety goes we did some pretty dumb stuff but as far as like our own safety goes yeah. outside of after getting licenses later on in life. That was probably the dumbest thing. Yeah, I just look back and I'm like, ah, you know, we were such a handful. Like yeah. we were, we were a lot to worry about. Like I guess as your father now, I'm sure you would be Bro. like, yeah, I'm, my kid's not running around like we were and doing. I don't know though because we had so much fun and we really did. It learn, was. Like we learned a lot from it too. See, that's what I was telling somebody the other day. I said. I look back at my childhood and everything when I was younger, and I'm like, I'm so happy I didn't was wasn't just like a loser, didn't do anything, and yeah. didn't have fun. Like I went out and had fun and hung out with friends and yeah. got into some mischief. And sometimes I got in trouble, and sometimes I got away with it. And got we away with a lot. Learning and freaking 
living wild and enjoying. I don't know. I, I enjoy stuff like that. See, as an adult though, now looking back, I can I can now understand why some of the adults let us do the stupid stuff we did. Yeah. Because like, there's some things we did that were really dumb in hindsight. That I'm like, I'd probably let Oliver try that. Like, just to know. You have to. I mean, especially yeah, you got to get life man. experiences and everything. Yeah, I agree. Especially as a man. Like, you, you have to test your limits to know what you're capable of. Yeah, I agree. I, d- I definitely have some things that I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, there's questionable things. As my child, I would <laughs> avoid that, please. <laughs> let's, let's not let's get into not that. All right, cool. I'm going to answer this question, and then yes. uh, and then we're going to close this episode. All right, let me ask that. Jake right now. Yeah. Jake, question of the day, okay? If you could change one thing about your past, what would it be? One thing. I'm going to go with the knowledge side of it. There's actually two things, and I'm cheating because I'm going to say two things, but yep. it's my podcast. Breaking his own rule and his own question. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I would want to care more about my own financial literacy. I made some serious financial okay. mistakes as a young adult when in, even like into marriage. I just did some stupid stuff, borrowing money on things I didn't need to and just spend like spending money that I had to like I could afford it, but spending it on super expensive things that were just unnecessary that I kind of justified that put us in bad positions later on. I just wish I I knew more and understood how important it was to keep a stable base financially when I got, cause I got out of college making good money. Yeah. And then the second thing would be, I wish that I was, I wish I had built a routine through football and everything where I had a drive to work out. Cause I'm like a yes. once a month, maybe gym guy. Like I play basketball, I'll play pickup ball. I'll play softball. I'll, I mean, I'm on the golf course, but that doesn't do anything. But, that? In I just have I have zero drive to get in the gym, and I struggle with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Obviously, I went way downhill since high school and everything, but I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I, I got to do something. Like, yeah, same. This isn't really fun anymore. So coming soon, the YouTube series of me and Trey getting back into shape. Sex uphill for real. <laughs> so we're going to call it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will have another episode for you coming up. So stay tuned for that. We'll probably release maybe once a week. Don't know what day yet, but uh, I'll throw that down when we launch this one. And appreciate you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Throw some comments in there. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And if you want to see any special guests, we'll have them on. Anyone. (laughs) Anybody.